How is everything here? All right. Good to see you. Uh, I watched the men's ministry uh, program today, this morning, and it was good. Hallelujah. Um, and we also have it ours here. Um, God bless you, Pastor Steve, and Pastor Jesse, and Pastor Robert, and every one of you. Hallelujah, Lily. And uh, little ones. You see, I'm going to preach with my grandchildren. Uh, I, like, I love it, and I like it so much, preaching with them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. And I came with my wife, too. Mm -hmm. She's here. We've been around for some time, uh, moving from places to places. And um, the retreat um, this week has also, last week was also good. Hallelujah. Right. Today, I want to share a few thoughts with you from the book of Psalm, chapter 11. Verse 3 and 4. When all that is good falls apart, what can good people do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord sits on his throne in heaven. Hallelujah. You see? So believers, as Christians, our confidence is in the Lord. The Lord knows everything. He knows all things before he created them. And when he created them, he programmed everything. Before he said Jack, he had already determined all. And therefore, he knows what will stand and what will fall. The good news is nothing can take him by surprise and nothing can change him. He is sitting on his throne, and he is looking up to the righteous, making sure that his purposes will come to pass. And if you read this psalm, the psalm written by David, he posed a question, and that is, when all things that are good fall apart, what would the righteous do? It's a question that he puts, and he also, I mean, gave an answer. And in giving the answer, he described the poster of God, so that believers will know that when we are faced with turbulence, we are faced with confusion, we are faced with a situation when things are falling apart and things are not working. God knows what to do. And he said that God is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his throne. Two things that he said. That means nothing will surprise our God. It doesn't change him. When all things fall apart, what would the righteous do? Then he moved to God. Our God is in his holy temple, and God is on his seat. Hallelujah. Amen. So what will you do 
when the lawyer gives up on your case and the judgment is looming and it looks like it is going against you. What will you do when illness invades, when marriage fails, children suffer, or death strikes? What will you do? Hallelujah. Amen. The answer certainly will tell you where your heart is, where you are looking for. If you are looking at circumstances, you will begin to be shivering and wobbling because you know that there is no hope. And if you are, on the other hand, looking up to God, you will see that God is steady. He is still on his throne. He is in temple. And you will not be discouraged. Many people get discouraged and their initial response is or reaction is to blame people. They begin to look up to the devil for solution or maybe men. You see, circumstances will never improve as long as you think that the, Lord, the devil is in charge because the devil is a wicked devil and he has nothing good for you. His MO or mode of operation is stealing, killing, and destroying. And so as long as you want to look up to the devil, you know that he will keep stealing, killing, and destroying. I mean, he will never. You see, your woes will deepen. The devil will keep doing the evil and destroying everything. If you look up to man, man changes. Circumstances change. All these things fluctuate. They are nothing that you can completely rely on. They are not that solid. They change with circumstances and they change with time. But the good news is, when the psalmist put the question, he did not refer to any other person but God. He said that the Lord is in his holy temple. That is what the psalmist said. He made that declaration. That was his answer. When all things fall apart, God is still in his holy temple. When all things fall apart, God is still on his throne. So when life poses question to you, how do you respond? Today the psalmist is trying to help us to be able to face life's uncertainties. And he said that, look up to God. The one who created you is still alive. The one who called you into his family is still alive. And he is not just alive. <clears throat> he is in his holy temple. The Lord is not shivering or wobbling and throwing his hands in the air. Asking, what can I do? That's not what the Lord is thinking. Or scratching 
his hands on his head. See, where is the answer? The Lord is stable. It means that before the problem strikes, the answer is there. So God is in his holy temple. And if God is in his holy temple, it means that he is unshakable. Our storms don't change God. He is undeterred by our problems. He is unfrightened by these problems. He is in his holy temple. He is on his throne in heaven. Nothing changes his disposition, his feelings, and judgment. Buildings may fall. Careers may crumble. But God does not. Wreckage and robbers have never discouraged him. The Lord is alive. God has always turned tragedy into triumph. That is it. And so when things are crumbling, that is when even God goes to work. It gives him the opportunity to fix it. Disaster doesn't change God. He sits on his throne. It means that God is in charge. And when God is in charge, you have no cause to fear. When you are flying an airplane and you meet turbulence or storms, and the captain tells you he is in charge, it gives you a sight of relief. Because at least you know that the captain knows what he is doing. And he is able to navigate you through the storm. In the same way, God is in charge. If God is sitting in his holy temple, it means that he is not a fire fighter who is trying to go and pick water from a hydrant to come and quench it. At the snap of his finger, the problem solved. The Lord is in his holy temple. He is not surprised. He has already provided the answer before the devil moves. Ladies and gentlemen, let us look up to him. David said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. So anytime four things are falling apart, God is still working. When things are crumbling, God is still working. When economies are sinking, wars and rumors of war, Jesus had already predicted some of these things we see and hear. <clears throat> he said when it can't get into the last days, there will be wars and rumors of war. There will be pestilence. There will be troubles everywhere. People's heart will break for looking to those things. But when you see all these things coming, Jesus said, look up. And lift up your head for your Messiah coming.
That is where our focus should be. Let us take our eyes off everything and begin to focus on God. The Lord has answered. He does not just have answer. He also has a lot more than answer. Beyond the answer, he is making things good. Amen. That is why the Bible says, Those who love the Lord, all things work together for yeah. good. For them that love him, and them that are recalled according to his purpose. Two things. You love God. God has called you. And he has a purpose for you. And what many people don't like, but God does it in a more nice way. The nice way is his purpose are manifested through the storm, through the fire, and through the turbulence. The good news is the Lord will stretch forth his hand and take you through. And after you have gone through it, the scum, the debris, everything that will put a dent on you will burn out. And you will come out clean and perfect, ready for God to use. So when all things fall apart, what would the righteous do? David is saying, look up to God. Lift up your eye and begin to see him. The next thing is, he is not just in his holy temple. The Lord sits on his throne in heaven. He is unshakable. The world may turn upside down, but he remains the same. That is why you can trust him. For God is still on his throne. Sink your anchor in this God. And let the wave blow. They will hit the ship. But it will only wash it and make it clean. And that is you. You are becoming better and better. Because your master is on the throne. You are not serving a God who doesn't know what to do. You are not living in a world of uncertainty as some people think. Because your master is the king of your world. And he is ruling and reigning. You have peace. Take him by his word. And as you take him by his word and you begin to rely on his word, nothing can shake you. Jesus Christ gave a parable of the wise and the foolish builder. And Jesus said, The wise builder is the one who heard the word and he practiced the word. And he is the one who built on rock. And the foolish builder is the one who hears the word but not practice it. Brethren, when we hear the word of God, let us put it into practice. That is where and when we see our master going to work. Because God is moved by his word. He is not moved by feelings. He's not just emotional, sitting there and 
feelings taking care over him, no. He is moved by his word. He is bound by it. Whatever God has said is what he will do. These two builders build their houses. The same rain, the same storm, the same everything, flood, but two reactions. One had his building standing strong. That's the wise one who practiced the word. So when all things fall apart, hold on to the word and nothing can shake you. But the foolish one, he did not practice the word and therefore he failed. He fell flat. Who are you building your life on? Are you building on the unshakable foundation of the word of God? Or you are building on just a mere fleeting pleasure of this world? May the Lord help us so that we begin to see and know the one we have believed. Let me give you some few illustrations to uh, understand what I'm trying to drive home today. One of them is Joseph. The Bible says, his brothers conspired against him. The Lord had given him a vision. He believed in the vision. He trusted in the vision. The brothers also decided that they will, the vision will be over their dead body. As long as they lived, that vision will never come to pass. So they did their best. What did they do? They sold him. They sold this man into slavery. They wanted to kill him, but God intervened. And the good news is, even in slavery, in fallen land, God was still on his throne, watching his word and making sure that the dream that he had given to Joseph would come to pass. The word of Joseph at that time, before men, or as far as human beings were concerned, crumbled. Because the brothers were, were able to convince the father that Joseph was dead. Hmm. I believe that they had the family gathering when people gave their donations and others. They canceled his name and they put the word late by his name. So Joseph, the favorite son of Jacob, became late Joseph. Probably they canceled his name with red ink. Men before men, he was hopeless. Nothing good for him. But God was still working. Yeah. The men had given up. The daddy had given up. They have done everything, performed all the rites, buried him alive. For them, Joseph was no more. That is how life is. Sometimes people will write you off. That you don't matter. You don't exist. You are like, you don't exist. They've 
covered you completely. And they cancel everything. Lift up your eye unto the Lord and begin to see him. He is still on his throne. Never allow anything take you away. Go to his temple. The Lord is in his temple. Hallelujah. Amen. Let nothing take you from the house of God. Because David gave two declarations. One, the Lord is in his temple. Two, the Lord is in on his throne. Our Lord reigns. And God is still receiving the worship. Though everything is crumbling, everything is not working, God is still in his temple. Joseph didn't give up. Though the wife of Potiphar flamed him up and he was put in prison, even in the foreign land, the good news is God was still with him. Within a split second, one day, the destiny of Jacob changed. Maybe you are thinking, well, at this time, at this time in my life, it cannot work again. When God is working, it doesn't take him hours, days, or months, or years. He lives in his own world, and he can use one second to turn everything around. Brethren, that's the God we are worshiping. At the end of the day, the vision God gave to Joseph came to pass. His brothers came there. They were begging him by their own, from their own mouth. They said, we are your servants. Joseph didn't force himself on them. And Joseph said, look, I forgive you. You meant it for evil, but God meant for good. That's the way. When the world, when everything is crumbling, brethren, let us look up to God. That which the enemy initiated, the evil he initiates, God is using it as an ingredient to build the good thing. His purpose coming to pass in your life. Another illustration is Isaiah. If you read Isaiah chapter 6, it talks about when King Uzziah died. The Bible says, when King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. When everybody was crying, it was a national disaster. A certain king died. Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. When everybody was crying, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. There was wailing, crying in the city or the town. But Isaiah went to the temple. And when he went to the temple, he saw the Lord. Never allow COVID and others to drive you away from the temple the house of God. Because David said, God is 
in his holy temple when things are crumbling. Isaiah went to the house of God and he saw the Lord. And he didn't see the Lord wailing, throwing his hands in the air, not knowing what to do. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. The Lord is above our problems. He's above our troubles. And he's receiving the worship. The trail of his robe filled the temple. And the cherubims and the seraphims worshiping him with their six wings. One, they cover their, their face. One, they cover themselves. And two, they fly. You see, they were worshiping. Brethren, worship is good. Even in the midst of our problems. Mm. The six wings, four of them was worship, mm. only two was serving. Mm. Brethren, if you can worship, your services will be appreciated and God receives Amen. it. You wouldn't Amen. use your physical energy. That is why when the devil tempted Jesus, Jesus answered him right. He said, it is written. Thou shalt worship the Lord, in him alone shall you serve. Worship comes before service. Many people cannot serve the Lord well because their worship is disjointed. When our worship hits the heart of God, our services are just a matter of cause. We do it involuntarily. Because we worship the Lord. And when you worship the Lord, the provisions just fall on your laps. Isaiah said, oh, I am undone. Oh, God. I have seen the Lord. God said, you haven't seen anything yet. Mm. I am sending you. I am sending you with an answer to the wailing world. I am sending you with the answer to the confused world. People who only see death, who only see destruction, because King Uzziah is dead, go back to them and begin to preach my word to them. Isaiah heard the voice of God. When the people were in turmoil, Isaiah received purpose. God is bringing difference and change. When things are not working for others, just look up to God. The same God is going to change things and he will make you good. Hallelujah. I want us to take another illustration before we close today. Bible talks about John in the book of Revelation. Bible says when the Lord lifted him high into the heavenly places, he saw the 24 elders and he saw the one sitting on the throne and he saw the one as the lamb slain and beside him was a book sealed back and front. 
and no one was able to open the seal and untie it. And therefore he was so dejected and he was crying. Isaiah chapter 6. He was crying. Who can open it and untie the seal? He was despondent. His heart was broken because they checked the whole world. There was nobody found to do that. Hey, who can do this? Sometimes when we are in need, we just look around and no one is ready to respond. Maybe people have disappointed you severally. They promise you today, and the next day, they fail you. Oh, if you had come five, just five minutes, if you had been earlier five minutes, the answer was there, promise and fail. It has been continuing for every day, every day. Today I came to tell you, when men are failing you, God will not. And an angel came and said, look, 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 John, stop crying. You are not that hopeless. The lion of Judah, the root of David, the lamb that was slain, he has prevailed. I like that word. He has prevailed. Your fight, your struggle, he has already taken it upon himself. He won it before you were born. He won your battle before you were created. So he is not just about to prevail or will prevail or in the midst of fighting. When Jesus Christ went to the cross, he said, it is finished, it is last year. I have done it. I have overcome it. I have finished it. You are fighting a battle which was won years ago. You are only following the footsteps of the master and gathering the spoil. It is not a battle it is a spoiled gathering. That was what happened to Jehoshaphat and Co. And therefore they said, the battle is the Lord's. And they sang the goodness of God because he is good and his mercy endured forever. They were also at the brink of collapsing when God came in to turn things around. And he showed his goodness. I came to tell you today that when the whole world is crumbling, don't look for evil. Look for the goodness of God. David said it. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Evil was full around him. It was the headquarters of the devil because when the shadow of the devil is dead, shadow of death is there. It means death physically was standing. Mm. But he said, I fear no evil. Mm. 
Because when everything is crumbling, I know where to look at. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. You are not asleep. You are not dead. You, you, you have not asked us to guess to go and visit somebody and I came late. You are with me. Thou prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou rod and thou staff comfort me. And in the same valley you anointed my head with oil and my cap ran it over. If you look at this psalm, you see that David's situation kept progressing and progressing and progressing. And God's rod, I mean, his presence brought the rod. It brought the table before his, the presence of his enemy, anointed his head with oil and he said, Surely... Certainly, he, there was nothing uncertain about it. He knew and knew and knew and knew that goodness and mercy shall follow me. In the valley of the shadow of death, David saw goodness and mercy because God was alive. All the days of my life, goodness and mercy shall radar that is hunt me down. My goodness. All the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, yes. Today I want you to know that. Today I want you to catch that vision. The look. When the whole world is shaky, when everything is crumbling, when people have nowhere to put the next head, God is bringing a change. He's bringing a promotion. He's bringing the best for his people. At the end of the day, John, the Bible says he saw the lamb. Who stood up? He took it and untied it, opening the seal, that door that the devil has shut, that which the devil says he had authority over. He started opening it, and the angels started singing. Say, yes, thou are worthy. That's it. That's our confidence. Our confidence is not in our own worthiness. It's in the worthiness of our Lord. Thou are worthy. It's not about us. It's about him. It's not about our strength. It's about him. It's not about our ability. It's about him. And therefore, we are not discouraged. It is about him. He is the all in all. Thou art ready to receive. Thou art ready to receive honor, to receive glory, to receive power, to receive everything. For you are. And where? 
Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus came, he died. He was and he is. In your past, he overcame. And your presence, he is still ruling. He took over your past. And therefore, your past cannot hold you guilt. For you were and you are. That's the Lord we are worshiping. When every good thing crumbles, where would the righteous be? The righteous who look up to the Lord, who is the king of kings. The righteous will move into the presence of God. In the house of God, we worship. The righteous will lift up his eyes unto the hills and his help coming. I came to tell you, help is in you. Amen. Your helper is with you. Amen. Your helper is with you. Amen. The master is with you. Amen. He is not dead. He has not forsaken you. He is not leaving you. God is doing his work. And the good news is, it will not take him years to accomplish that which he wants to do. In the first second, he brings a change. I declare over your life today, the miracle of speed. I declare over your life today the favor of God that which God has prepared for your life. May it be released upon you that you will not struggle anymore for God himself has taken over. He is in charge and he is in control. The righteous will never fall and God will never allow the enemy to just laugh at the righteous man. Whoever believed in me shall never be ashamed. I speak over your life today that you will never be ashamed. You are winning, you are conquering, and you are moving on. The master is moving you on, urging you on. You are moving forward. You are conquering and keep conquering. Every impediment in your way is taken out. And the Lord is setting you on the highway that you will speed up and hit the target without sweat. That which people are struggling to get, you will not struggle, you will not sweat. For the Lord is with you. He fights your battle. He wins your battle for you. That is the God I release. May the presence of God come upon you and the mighty hand of God be your portion that you will forever succeed and overcome in the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we all lift up our voice and begin to go before the Lord in prayer. Speak to the Lord. 
Shakaraba, Shakaraba, Bakatara, Beyakaraba, Shabri Kataraba, Babundori, Kibros Kataraba, Shabandiri Mimindaraba, Kabros Kabara Kati Bihituri and Kabunduru, Hebros Kandaraba, Shataraba, Kabuki Bihitaraba, Hebros Kabindiri Bibilaba, Shandaraba, Kabiria, Hebros Kabandiri Kituri Bahatara Baraba Baraba Makabu, Hebros Kabindiri Bibilaba Balaba Shakuru and Kabe, Hemandiri Bibilaba Balaba Balaba Shatara Balaba 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 Look up to God. Look up to God and draw your inspiration from Him. Look up to God and see your help coming. I will lift up my hair unto the Lord, unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from Jehovah, the Lord who reigneth and who liveth. Oh, yes, my Lord. Power 
before you when everything fall apart a righteous look up to you you are in your holy temple lord we rely on the presence of you god and with your presence we fear no evil we stand in this presence before you today and i speak on behalf of thy people that you will work through thy people Lord Jesus Christ every work against any one of us here in the name of Jesus we break and destroy it i speak on behalf of this church i speak and break through that you God you fill this church i see see in new work with people amen yes that's what that word commands us and as we go let the people respond amen and as we preach let the people respond in the name of jesus amen as we throw the invitation let the people respond yes. and when they come let them be established in the name of Jesus Amen. coming against every work of the devil lord meet the needs of whoever comes here and worship of thy people i pray that heavens will open and when you god you take over man just look up to you we just cooperate with you and you work through us let it happen in jesus name i speak to the north south east and west and i break every resistance as i bring that people in meet the needs of thy people lord we lift up our eyes unto you You are the one who provides the answer. When Isaiah was weeping, he came to the temple and you wiped away the tears. Not only that, you gave him purpose. Yes. 
when he succeeded strong as a prophet. Let it happen here in this church. On behalf of the church, Lord, I pray. I lift up my hands, O Lord, and I bring down your presence, your power, that as you position your church strategically in this area, in this city, drawing people from everywhere, the favor upon this church, Lord Jesus Christ, let it spring forth, touching people and drawing them. In the name of Jesus, bless thy people, Lord, with multiple and abundance of opportunities everywhere. And whoever comes here, Lord Jesus Christ, let that person also touch it. In the name of Jesus, and wherever, Lord Jesus Christ, we move and we set foot on, the place is taking over, Connecticut, everywhere. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we worship you. In the name of Jesus, let the zeal of thy people, Lord Jesus Christ, rekindle. Oh, yes, my Lord. Apathy, we break it. Wherever thy people are, we fall in place. They all come around and we worship you together. The Lord is in his holy temple. You reign. You are sitting on your throne. And therefore the righteous will not shake. We will not be shaken. We thank you Lord Jesus Christ for you've heard. We only call on you and invoke that which you have already done. Let it happen. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, God bless you. You may be seated. Shall we receive our pastor, Reverend C. Thank you. Amen. Amen. 